All right. So, hello. What luck we had, Pod. We're gonna we're filming this the day after the Secession and Barry finales happen. Lena and Evan go nuts. Suck okay. Double so, okay, wait, no, no Barry spoilers though, because Amanda has no Barry seen spoilers this. because I also haven't seen the last episode. Oh, you didn't watch it? Okay, because I'm like, I'm like, I wasn't gonna spoil it, but I do have opinions. Okay, so I seen the last two Barry episodes actually. I have just okay. been succession brain rot, and I've been working so much that I haven't had time to sit down. And last night I FaceTimed one of my like best friends. She lives in fucking LA. Me and her FaceTime while watching the Succession finale last night and oh my god do i have so many thoughts about that episode I last night have no notes i'm like like i because okay to me it was never about like what i wanted to happen it's a tragedy exactly like i was like i was like i know that i'm not gonna be like like there's no perfect ending for me for succession yeah. i just wanted to see how it was all going to unfold and I feel like I got that. Mm-hmm. That episode did feel different to me, though, because it felt like, like I said this to like one of my friends, like the whole of Succession is like we are locked out of the Roy's like truth. Like like truth is so relative in that show because everything is based on like the characters' perceptions of things that have happened to them or are happening to them. Yeah. And I felt like that episode was different where we finally got some real insight into like their past since like they were just a lot more open yeah with, like talking about things very open with things like i like, it felt so different i was like okay i think right after the episode ended i felt unfulfilled but then the more i thought about it is that like i was super satisfied with the ending but i still think there was so much more that could have been said but i think at the same point that i think ending it where they did really kind of like like quit while you're ahead yeah like it really like sums it up like kendall became his father but not in a way of like becoming ceo just like he has nothing and no one because logan's way of doing business died with him yep and like i saw this so like kendall becoming logan was never gonna make him win yeah because logan died when logan died like getting like like becoming the new logan People don't want that anymore. The only reason people accepted Logan or, like, would work with him was because he's been a titan forever. Yeah, he had the credibility, unlike his children who just mooched off of him. And I saw this good tweet, or maybe it was a Tumblr post. I wish I could credit the person. But they made a thing, like, how, like, Logan was literally, like, their son and, like, the center of their solar system. And, like, they revolved around him. And then the moment he died, they imploded because he wasn't there anymore to kind of, like keep them in wraps and like i don't know this show was just like it's such an interesting show like it makes me feel crazy because like i i and deep down in me i would love to see what else happens like where does this go we have fucking tom as ceo you have roman who's just completely out of the business also the fact that he ordered jerry's drink at the end made me want to kill myself yeah like I, but also I was and like, she becoming well, her mother, but she, yeah, but she chose me, the safe way out. To me, I'm like, out, it doesn't though. matter because to me, I'm like, I know, like, I kind of know where it goes. Like the cycles continue. Yep, it's just gonna be a repeat of itself, and it's just gonna implode one and after right. another. Right, and I'm like, and I'm like, Shiv's kid is gonna grow up exactly like she did, 
and like Kendall's kids might try to lay claim to the throne at some point. Like it's just I, like that's just what I it is. don't did they so going on to back about Kendall's kids, did, was it ever stated besides last night episodes that he was not the biological father to either of those kids? Okay, I think it was it was just kind of supposed to be assumed for Sophie because I thought Robba was just like, I thought Robba just had some dark in her family and that's why Sophie was so dark. I literally never thought anything of it. Maybe. I think, I think I figured just because they were basically the same age, I was like, well, there's no way they're twins. So like either they're both adopted or someone's adopted. Gotcha. The thing with Iverson, I think it was, I think it's um more so like Logan was convinced that kendall was impotent or that it was like um that rava cheated no because iverson's the first grandson and for him not to be roy blood like logan probably wanted to like fuck him up yo well i just think logan thought kendall was weak and maybe heard a rumor that rava was cheating or something Mm. and that's where that came from gotcha but but honestly with iverson like it's actually unclear because, like, Roman made some, like, nasty comments about it in last night's Well, yeah, because Ro- Roman was just parroting his dad. So, <clears throat> yeah, it, I, yeah. Uh, anyway. Damn, but such a great Barry, show. <laughs> it was so good. With Barry, like, I'm not obviously not going to spoil anything. Yeah, I just feel very, like, neutral about it. Oh, interesting. Like, I'm just, like. Do your pros and cons, like, kind of, like, even now? Is that, like, why you're so neutral? No, it was like, well, okay, I went into the finale with, like, a set of, like, expectations, and not, like, expectations, but, like, assumptions on mm-hmm. what was going to happen. Because I think, and, like, I haven't seen the last two episodes, so I left off with, like, uh, Barry getting got by that one guy, you know who I'm talking oh, okay. about. So that's the last I'm just thing like, I saw. Yeah, okay, I'm just like, I think I always knew how Barry was just, like, kind of going to end, like... Like, like, I just, like, not, not in, not with the details, obviously, like, what's going on in his life right now with, like, Sally and stuff, but I think I always knew, like, who was, maybe, like, who was gonna make it out and who wasn't. So, like, that didn't surprise me, like, like, how that shook down. I hated the time jump, though. That made me so mad, yo. I was hoping they would pull it off. I don't think they did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, we can move off of Barry, because... The spoiling Damn, of it all. that makes me so disappointed! No, don't be disappointed, because that's just how I felt. And okay. other other people feel differently. Okay. Like, I've seen on Serialized, it's got, like, mixed reviews, so. Okay. And y'all are going through the Barry and the secession of it all. I, my Yellow Jackets, <gasps> I still Yellow Jackets is that. driving me cuckoo fucking bananas, my guys. Like, first of all, watch Yellow Jackets. I heard, I heard that the finale was crazy, the season two It one. was bug nuts crazy so was that the last like, episode no they they were in the writer's room for season three for one and day then strike, and then the writer gotcha. strike started so also we were supposed to meet christina ricci this weekend but she canceled which sucks oh but, i saw in zoe's story yeah. that she like canceled and i was like what the hell yeah but i'm still gonna meet uh, michael j fox and christopher lloyd and henry winkler so it's gonna be and then fucking awesome she's meeting what uh joe Chris quinn. quinn chrissy uh and she, she oh, replaced, um, Sean Astin. Yeah, she replaced her um, Christina with Sean, I saw. That's crazy. Damn, what a great lineup of people to meet. I'm so fucking jealous. I wish I could afford to do that right now, but I'm about to move. Yeah, I think she's drawing uh, Vampire Bob. <gasps> Dude, 
This convention, so reasonably priced. Fuck. Like, even just the duo of uh, Christina Ricci and Christopher Lloyd, legends, uh, that together was like, I think, 250 what? And then to exchange it to Christopher Lloyd and the DeLorean was only, like, I, I exchanged it and I paid like 40 extra dollars. What? Yeah. What the fuck? A autograph with Michael J. Fox was only $275. That's a little bit much. Interesting. Oh, but Michael J. Fox um, has Parkinson's so and famous, can't sit though. still. I can't believe he's even doing autographs. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. Homeboy's going to be doing signings? I bet it's a stamp. Like, I'll be so fine if it's a stamp. Oh, and th- yes. like, But, like, I think it's more so you're paying for the experience. The Henry Winkler photo was 80 bucks. Oh, my God. I, yeah. Please give him the biggest smooch for me. I love that man so much. I can't decide if I want him to hug me or if I want us to do, like, the Fonzie, like, a stance. Like, I can't decide. <laughs> I want him to know that, like, I know a lot of people there my age love him because of Parks and Recreation and because of Barry. I, Fonzie, babe. Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. I forgot he's Mona Lisa and John Rofio's dad. I grew up on, he is the Fonz to me. <laughs> I know him. I met him from a Parks and Rec just because I'm a youngin. Yeah. But, but Lena's like, more cultured than I am, so. I grew well, up watching I TV I haven't Land. seen Happy Days, but I knew that that was him. I own it on a box set. Yeah. And then <laughs> he was hilarious in Arrested Development. He was like their terrible lawyer. Yeah. But anyway, um, Yellow Jackets. Fucking crazy pants shit, guys. You have to watch, to watch it. it. Is it you on, have watch to it watch Hulu? it. It's on Showtime. Which is merging with Paramount Plus now. Uh, oh. So I'm anti Paramount Plus. I can't help it. See, I love Paramount Plus. I pay extra for the no ads. I'm watching Family Ties. They screwed over the workaholics, guys. I'm like, it's like a. I'm like, I can't cross the picket line. Although they do have like Reno 911 and like the whole Thomas Lennon yeah. stuff. So I'm like, they okay, have all of fine. Star Trek. All of oh, uh, all of it. This they have is all what, of Star Trek. Plus, you said, yeah. Everything's merging too. Like HBO Max is just turned Dude, into the Max. New Max thing is so fucking stupid. It's so dumb. Like it's why would so you? Stupid. Why would you lose brand identity like that? Like name recognition. In some cases, you had to download a new app. You do. You've yeah. you've had to every time HBO is rebranded. First it was because I remember first it was HBO Go and then HBO Now and then HBO, HBO Max, Max and now it's just Max. And it's because the guy that owns Discovery is now the owner of HBO and he resented the uh, rec- the brand recognition of HBO and said, hey, let's get rid of that. Because he hated that Discovery wasn't the more recognizable thing. But then the tagline to Max is your place for all things HBO. I also, I think it's a super blatant and homophobic move that the, like, the uh, profile pictures you can choose from on Max, it's got all of the original series except for Our Flag Means Death and Harley Quinn. That's not true. It doesn't, it doesn't have Righteous Gemstones either. That's a, that's a Max original? It's an HBO original. Like, like, uh. See, I'm talking about, like, it's not started on the streaming. Oh, it's, yeah, because, uh, Gemstones airs on TV too, but that's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they, I feel like they left off there, but. Also them doing this big change the a few days before the secession finale was like so risky. I can't believe that it didn't crash. No, because their app barely ever works anyway. Like I'm surprised that it worked for me, but that's probably just because I had to VPN it. Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of sad they took, I was in the middle of watching Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack, like every episode and in the middle of me, um, 
like watching it. I was on like season two. They took it off of HBO, which I don't understand because they own Cartoon Network's entire like IP portfolio. They took a lot of cartoons off. Like a lot of I allegedly had to pirate the rest of the series. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what else ended was the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, yeah. My friend was telling me about that. She was happy. She was very happy. They stuck the landing. They really did. She was very impressed. Yeah. I do think Amy Sherman Palladino has a tendency to let a bit go on for like two minutes longer than it should. There was like two bits in the episode that went like, like six or seven beats too long. I'm like, we could have, we could have wrapped this up and moved on to the next scene a while ago, actually. Yeah. But like story wise, it stuck the landing. It was I really think good. Ted Lasso also ended. Or no, 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 it no. Ends it ends tomorrow. Yeah. It Damn, ends tomorrow. That's crazy. Ah. If it ends, if Ted Lasso ends with Ted going back to Kansas to just be alone and suffer near his ex-wife because of his his child is there, I'm going to be so furious. Yeah, I'm but gonna I be think so he's gonna mad. Be like, I feel like, okay, I feel like they're going to shoehorn in a little, like, Ted, Rebecca, Ted Lasso. I think they're going to shoehorn in, like, a Ted, Rebecca thing, and they're going to do, like, a long-distance thing or whatever. Um, And then someone else is going to take know. over she, as manager. She probably keeps Roy. giving, she keeps giving Sam these longing looks. I know, but I feel like they're just, like, no one, no one liked that pairing. <laughs> like, let's be for real. Let's be for it real. It was a wild Lasso. pairing. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, like, because I'm, yeah, like, seen it. I don't know, because it's, like, yeah, he's good for her. I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like it because it was a boss because it was a, like a very much like a boss employee situation. Like obviously Ted it's still a boss employee situation, but like a player more like partners. Yeah. Right? It's like a player girl. Like Yeah. The last episode that aired gave me big uh Roy Keeley and um oh, Thruple vibes. Jamie yeah, everybody vibes. was talking about Thruple. that. <laughs> yes. I think that would be ambitious if they did that as like a mainstream apple tv show i don't think it would be crazy to think about but also fun well i like to be delusional in the like tagline for the next episode the thumbnail it says the season finale it doesn't say series finale i know something tells me that they're gonna do like a spin-off or something maybe because it's such a cash cash cow of a show like the writer of it it said Bill Lawrence said, as long as Jason wants to keep doing this show, we will keep doing this show. Any hoodles? So all of our shows are ending. <laughs> it seems like Jason's using it to, like, to, like, vent about his marriage ending. Yeah. But, well, Righteous Gemstones is coming back. Let's freaking go, America. Um, that's it's Always Sunny's coming so back. shows I haven't seen. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for It's Always Sunny. Always Sunny coming back. I'm excited for that, too. Um, Although apparently they used chat GBT. They used no. AI to write an episode. No, they Is didn't. That, that was like that joke? was taken out of context. He said that okay. they experimented with it in the writer's room by just seeing how good it was. Yeah. And they were surprised to find that it was like, they, they just said it was better than we thought it would be. And then he basically said like, I feel like at some point in the future, like very near future, AI is going to get so good that it could write a whole episode. And maybe we'd think about that then, which everyone pushed back on. And like, that's been very topical this week because the same thing happened on like the This Is Important podcast where they brought up the writer's strike 
and AI. And Anders, who's like the writers, the writer of the group, was the one who was like the mo- like pro AI for writing scripts. And they were like, the rest of them were like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, you're gonna lose your job then." Yeah. And he was like, "It's just the way it is. Like, if that's what people want, it's what people want." And the rest of the guys were like, kind of mad that he said that. Honestly, they were like, yeah. "But it doesn't have to be that way." Like, but but then they then he made a good point where he was like, "I feel like." All of the, like, the real battle of the writer's strike, the residuals and the streaming is, like, being overshadowed by this, like, AI thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that's really oh. what they're fighting for is the residuals. So, yeah, the strike is still happening. The SAG actors are pro- are probably also going to strike. And the DGA, it is not unlikely. This Max thing, when Max launched, they slotted all writers and directors under the term creators instead of writer and director. And the directors are like, we fucking fought to be credited as directors on the things that we directed. So the DGA might also strike. And all three unions have never been on strike at the same, at the time. same time. Isn't um yeah. isn't the the crew considering also strike? Yeah, isn't IATSE or 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 are they just are they just in solidarity right now? They're in solidarity. I don't think their contract is up for another couple of months, so they can't consider striking yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is gonna be crazy. Well, and that's and that's what he was saying. He was like, he was like, well, like now that like it's on strike and there's nothing like written yet, studios are gonna start using AI to like make stuff. And it's yeah. gonna and and he was like this was so fucked up because I, I just was like, this, you're a writer. Like, this is crazy. But he was like, you're going to get some of the best movies and shows you've ever seen. And you're also going to get a lot of the worst. Yeah. Like, do we, like, someone put up a list of all of the movies that released during the 2007 writer's strike. And they were like some of the worst pieces of shit you've ever seen. But I'm also like, like, reality TV. I'm like, you know, what was done over the pandemic. Like, and and then the other guys were bringing up like when you take the human aspect out of creating art it's not it doesn't connect the same yeah and did you see i saw that the um one of the big things that might push the writer strike f- to victory is that with the writer strike going on insurance companies are not insuring productions they're like because we don't know if this production could get shut down tomorrow because the, str- the writers are going to go on, or the actors are going to go on strike. So insurance companies aren't approving permits. So th- so things cannot film. It's yeah. not just that picketers are shutting things down. Like, like they legally can't film I without think insurance. I saw some picketer some some speech. They're losing like fifty million dollars a day right now. Every studio has lost billions of dollars already. Billions. Like, let's freaking go. Power to the people. Yeah. <laughs> like, <I'm... laughs> That's literally insane. I love every second of it. The, indist- the, oh. the entertainment industry makes a crazy amount of money. And that's only film and TV. Like, I mean, there's st- other forms of entertainment are still happening, which is also why, like, uh, I, like everybody's podcast is, like, going to go on tour and stuff. Like, it's, it's yeah. just going to happen in the next coming months, which is great for fans. But... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and pivoting to more shameless related things. I saw the list of actors on actors, the variety series that's going to start dropping. One of them for a Grey's Anatomy fan is shocking to me. It is Catherine Heigl and Ellen Pompeo, which is fucking nuts. What's Ellen Pompeo been doing except for Grey's Anatomy? Well, no, Ellen Pompeo, like she's probably, she's still a producer and she still narrates every episode. Um, But like 
her, she's going to sit down with Katherine Heigl, who left the series 15 years ago on, like, ridiculously bad circumstances. Oh she gosh. was just gone one day. Like, um, oh, shit. Kieran Culkin. Have been watching... Yeah, it's about to He's, say the new round tables. Ke- well, Kieran Culkin's also actors on actors. And Jeremy Allen White is going to sit down with um, Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge, Coolidge, which makes me oh. scream and giggle. Like <laughs> those two are not going to have a, a those two are not going to have a coherent conversation. No, they're not. He's going to be like, <laughs> and she's and she's gonna and she's gonna. Oh. For our for our listeners, <laughs> Lena just made a face. <laughs> like I'm just doing faces because those two are just like she's gonna be like, well, you know. <laughs> and he's and he's just gonna stutter. He's gonna stutter the entire time. Uh, but uh, uh, I was bringing up the like Hollywood Reporter roundtables. Oh, they just yeah. released the first one, and Pedro. And fucking um Did you see Jeff Bridges made an amazing draw joke and it sailed over all of their heads? <laughs> he was like, I was in a video game one. He's like, I got sucked into a video game one time. None of them got the <laughs> joke. Pedro were all like, like uh-huh. <laughs> but um the next one that's gonna came out come out, it's gonna feature Jeremy Strong and Bella Ramsey. Ooh. I was like, I'm excited to see them on a table together. Really? But I don't know who else is gonna be. Oh, yeah. they are gonna chat it up. They are going to chat Jamie and Bella. Yeah. I was like, Emmys is going to be crazy. Now that, crazy now that y'all's shows have come to an end, find a way to watch it. Catch up on the last two seasons of Yellow Jackets and come I be insane to. with me. <laughs> Dude. Mm, yeah, I should. I have to I have to get through Veep. I'm I'm working on it. But and then I have I'm supposed to do the other two. I heard that's a good I saw a picture of a TSA bin at an airport that had a Yellow Jackets ad on it. The show's about a plane crash. That's really funny. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. 23 that's minutes ballsy. in. Maybe we should start talking about Let's talk about the actual show. We have a oh, wait. podcast. It's the first yeah. record since I've gotten my tattoo. I've gotten, oh, yes. I've gotten to show you guys my new tattoo yet. Boom. Oh, it's so green. Yes, I love it. I love it so much. We love an Ocean's 13 quote. Okay. Hi, everybody. Rihanna in that? <laughs> huh? Isn't Rihanna in that? Eight. Ocean's eight she's in. <laughs> there was Ocean's 11, 12, Ocean's and 13. Eight. Ocean's 13 was the... Yeah. Rihanna was the... Ocean's eight. But, hi, everybody. It's the luck we had a Shameless yeah. Recap Podcast. <laughs> if you're just jumping forward after 20 minutes of us just rambling about television, welcome. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we are Shameless Recap Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Amanda. I'm Evan. I'm also I'm Lena. I'm also a host. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of the last recordings where Lena is going to be in a different country. She comes that back went by so, soon. so fast. Yeah, this is the last recording. I leave in two days. Oh my god! Wow. I feel like that absolutely flew by. That was crazy. No, seriously. It was just like we recorded, and you were like, "Oh, by the way, I'm in England, and now you're about to leave England." <laughs> Yeah, I'm like it did, but didn't. But it did. How long did it <laughs> for? Since February. Damn. Oh my god! And I and I I could have stayed through June, but I have family stuff uh-huh. like literally this weekend. So since I'm done with classes, it's like I might as well come back. Yeah. Also, I am going broke here. Like the conversion rate is so much. <laughs> All right, but so we we will be happy to have you back in the states for when we 
film the finale because today we're covering season five, episode 11, Drugs Actually. Ooh. It'll be nice to have you back in the States because the finale is going to make our, our heads explode. Yeah. <laughs> we need to be we need to be closer to each other. <laughs> but we've done it. We've reached the penultimate episode of season five, uh, which aired on March 29th, 2015. It was written by Davey Holmes. This is the fifth of seven shameless episodes this man has written. He wrote 308, Where There's a Will, 405, There's the Rub, and 410, Liver I Hardly Know Her, 504, A Night to Remember, wait, what, this episode, 604, Going Once, Going Twice, and 609, A Yurt of One's Own. Wow. He's a comedian. <laughs> he, he writes, like, the silly episodes. Every time we we do a recap on one of his episodes, we're like, this one was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and because this man has also written for Law & Order, The Original Recipe, uh, Pushing Daisies and Get Shorty, which are also both very funny. And it was directed by Mimi Leader. This is her last of six Shameless episodes. She previously has done 105, Three Boys, five, two, sorry, 105, Three Boys, 210, A Great Cause, 307, A Long Way From Home, 402, My Oldest Daughter, 408, Hope Springs Paternal, and this one. Uh, she's also a uh, multiple episode director on The Leftovers and The Morning Show. Speaking of, when the fuck is The Morning Show coming back to me? Give it back to me now. I think this winter. I think it usually airs over winter. Oh, I miss that show. Because someone else on my timeline was talking about it the other day. Oh, I love that. I never, I don't think I've watched that show. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. Reese Witherspoon gets to be queer in it. It's great. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so the synopsis of this episode of Shameless, we're, guys, we're so close to the end of season five. So close to episodes I've never seen before. Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> Frank grows concerned as Bianca's behavior becomes increasingly more erratic and dangerous. He'll do just about anything to show her a great time. That's it. That's the whole synopsis. That is hilarious. The last, they were like, but he'll do just about anything. The last two episodes, the synopsis has only been about Frank and Bianca. Like that's it. They try to make that it's because such the it's because point. they were really trying. They were really trying to keep the Ian Mickey breakup under wraps. Yeah. I actually think that's yeah. why. And like and like, what's going to happen with Fiona's marriage? And like like they were they were just trying to keep all that shit under wraps. Uh, the previously on was done by Frank at the Alibi. I think this was like a reuse of like a really old one. He looked way different than he did. Like this looks like a couple seasons old. Yeah, they do that a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Previously on Shameless, Fiona and her husband are confused. Lip is fucking his married professor. Frank has started something up with a dying doctor who wants to YOLO the rest of her life. Uh, Kev finally went home to V. Sean and Fiona kissed when Sean was upset about his kid leaving. Sammy did a horrible, terrible, fucking unforgivable thing by turning Ian into the MPs. Opening credits. <laughs> We open on Bianca and Frank shopping for very good whiskey, and Bianca ends up going with a $10,000 bottle of whiskey. Ay, ay, ay. That's that, that's that doctor money. <laughs> well, she's like, I'm not going to be alive to pay my credit cards off. Like, so true, bestie. Okay, but doesn't your debt go to, like, your next of kin in America? <laughs> yeah, can... but she seems pissed at her family anyway. <laughs> true. Forgot about that, actually. At the diner. Fiona is deep in the weeds. It is crazy. And there's like two servers on. And Sean is coming in a little late, but he looks like he's doing pretty okay considering the last time we saw him. Which is good because Fiona has to ask for the afternoon off so she can go visit Ian in the military prison. Because Ugh. Ian is in military prison. 
you everything is awful fiona's moving super fast and so she cuts her hand on a broken glass and sean's like okay stop and he grabs her hand and he pulls her into the back and he's like let me pull the glass out of your hand and she tells him ian is being charged with going awol destruction of federal property and he won't tell the army that he's bipolar because he can barely admit it to himself because if they like claim insanity then he might get off easy but he won't claim insanity yeah yeah he's too i don't know what the word is stubborn proud yeah fucking too stubborn scared well he's just he's he's in denial (laughs) yeah they can't use mickey's car to go visit him because one of the brothers is using it for something and uh fiona says meanwhile i'm fantasizing about she's like meanwhile i'm fantasizing oh my god (laughs) meanwhile i'm fantasizing about setting sammy's fucking clothes on fire while she's wearing them respect (laughs) as As we all do i love i love that argument that mickey gets into with iggy though where he's like take the fucking bus <laughs> and he's like i still got good guns in the car like i need to move the guns yeah is this is this that no, that, was a, that was like two seasons no back. that was earlier the take a fucking bus <laughs> yeah uh sean gets fiona to take some deep breaths and encourages her to take the day one moment at a time and then he's like and then i will drive you guys to the prison and she says you don't have to do that and he goes damn right it's nice of me i'm gonna admit guys in this episode i'm kind of a sean fan listen dermot mulroney is a rom-com man first and foremost i always like sean also amanda are we gonna meet him (laughs) like that is where he got his start amanda are we gonna meet daker mcdermott oh my god lena come to new jersey in august because dermot mulroney is gonna be at a convention he's gonna be at monster (laughs) mania I'll just walk in. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> just like Kendall. But Ryan. like, I'm I'm kind of love them together in this episode. I'm kind of falling for the Sean and Fiona He's of it a all. Pie. Anyway, Lip is having sex with his professor in his dorm room, which is a bold move. Yeah, how do you sneak her in there anyway? Well, they show us when she tries to sneak out. Yeah, with her fucking glasses and hoodie. She invited Lip to a cocktail party with people who could hook him up with jobs in the future, specifically this one guy that works at NASA that she really likes. He looks at the time. He's like, oh, I got a train to catch. I got to go visit my brother. And Helene's like, oh, where's where's the train that you're catching? And he tells her. And so she call, as she's getting dressed, she calls her husband and she's like, hey, you're heading that way, right? Can you give Lip a ride? Great. Cool. Thanks. And she's like, you're covered. You're good. What is little Vespa? <laughs> No, for real. Uh, and then she puts on a hoodie and sunglasses and a baseball cap and sneaks out of Lip's dorm. Fuck somewhere else. Yeah, literally. Uh, Sean brings Fiona to the house where there is a shipping container sitting on the street. And Fiona's like, I don't know what the fuck that's about. And she goes inside to gather the family. And Mickey comes in with his going to visit Ian button up that like one nice button up that he has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's his. It, yeah, I'm like, it's his nice <laughs> the off white button up. <laughs> And they said, what are they going to do about Sammy, who is apparently still living in the house? I mean, it's only been like a day, right? She should have been gone a hot or minute ago. Been, it's probably been a couple days. Yeah. Get her ass out of there. But I'm like, since Ian was arrested, like, it, that was like the night before or something, Yeah, but right? since Carl was arrested, she should have been gone. No, I agree. But like, yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> she's currently in the basement packing up to move her shit upstate. And that's her moving crate out front. And they're like, how the fuck is she paying for a moving crate? Beats me. 
she comes in from the back door with a box in her hands and Mickey, he like does that lip bite thing he does when he's angry and he gets in her face. He's like, need a little help with that? And I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember like a behind the scenes or an interview with the actress who plays Sammy saying that when they blocked this scene, Noel very nicely asked her if he could grab her box aggressively. Yeah, if he if he could push the box down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. <laughs> I just like can imagine like Noel breaking character being like, do you mind if I, I just want to do this thing. Is that okay? <laughs> Can I do that? I forget her name too, but she's a really great actress. I saw her on Broadway randomly. Emily something. She was also in uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel and Gilmore Girls. She's an Amy Sherman Palladino girly. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Sammy pulls a fucking gun on him. (laughs) (laughs) I love She was funny for that though. She was funny for that. She was like, she was like, how about you watch it? (laughs) She's like, it's a conversation number. She was like, oh, gun. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, she says she's going to go visit Chucky and Juvie, and then she's going to finish packing, and then in the morning, she will be gone. Bye. And that ride that Lip was catching with his girlfriend's husband, it's on a baby blue Vespa. It's like, so cute. <laughs> and then I, he pulls out a I helmet for him, too. It's so sweet. You overhear that phone call, you think, that'll be a car. No. Baby blue Vespa. He's just like standing on the side and he's like, are you joking? <laughs> he's like, get on, hold on tight. <laughs> and then you're... <laughs> At the ball house, Svetlana and Kev are feeding the babies and Svet offers to continue her wifely duties of cooking and cleaning and oral manipulation of the penis. And Kev is like, yeah, the oral manipulation of the penis part. We don't... Mm, no, that's not... I don't. Let's not do that. And she's like, mm, maybe I should bring it up with V as V walks by. But V is a little busy being pissed off at Kev that told her he came back because he got kicked out of the dorm. Stupid idiot. Like, why would he say that? Like, why would you say yeah. that, girl? <laughs> like, tell her the truth that you missed her. Like, that's the better answer. Yeah, you got kicked out. But like, how about we tell the other part of it first? And they get into like a really confusing kind of fight about whether or not she wants to get back together that leaves poor little peanut-brained Kev so, so befuddled, so confused. It gets interrupted by Paco calling about a busted pipe at the bar and a busted fucking, it is raining in the bar. It's literally like already flooding in there. It reminds me of when my toilet exploded in my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, just because like we were, well, we're moving out. Allegedly, we were messing with it, and allegedly. um, allegedly, no, no, no. Because here's what actually happened: we were trying, we were trying to turn off the water so we could mess with it. Allegedly, <laughs> and but the wa- the water didn't turn off, even though it's supposed to. And then when, like, so when we took the like pipe off, allegedly, um, <laughs> I'm her lawyer, actually. Allegedly, the 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 water kept coming out of the wall and it like it was like a flood, like it was it exploded out of there. Then when we called the maintenance guy in, he was like, yeah, this, this and this are rusted out. So like, no wonder it didn't turn off because like it was broken. And we were like, huh, that's interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) Like writes a letter to the landlord. Yeah, no, literally. Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean. We've, since we renewed our lease, like, we technically signed a new lease, so I'm like, I don't even think they could hold us accountable yeah. for that if we allegedly did it, um, because <clears throat> it was when we had signed our first lease. Wow. 
Uh, but yeah, it is fucking raining in that bar. The taco is <laughs> ankle deep in water already. We cut back to Frank and Bianca. They get cut off. Oh, they go to, they have the bottle of whiskey and they're trying to sneak into her apartment to go drink it in her apartment. But as they're rounding the corner, her entire family is getting out of a minivan and loading in to her apartment building because her sister has a spare key. So they're, they're trying to do an intervention on her to get her to go get treatment for the cancer. And uh, they hide around the corner and they're like, I'm not, I'm not going fucking in there. So they decide to go up to the roof to drink instead. Always a safe place to drink. Of course. It's, it might not be the safest, but it is the most fun. Yeah. (laughs) And then we join the rest of the family who've made it to the prison with Sean. Mickey says he knows people who take snitching real fucking serious. And he basically suggests torturing Sammy. And Fiona's like, hey, no torture. And Sean's like, hey, is that guy serious? I am on parole. It's funny because Debbie's like, <laughs> like <laughs> Debbie's a little fucked up. Were you up. serious? Like, were you for real? And I love how they pull up and then Vespa pulls up <laughs> and then he has to get in the oh, car. Yeah, they, and Lip Lip gets in the car because like, they all the have to be in one car. Because right? yeah. they pull a gun on him and he's like, okay. And then he has to get in the car with them. <laughs> one, uh, isn't there like a moment where it's like they try to all scoot over and then they have to put Liam on like Mickey's yeah. lap? Like, <laughs> and then he's like. <laughs> He's, like, annoyed about it. He's like, oh, we're all crammed in here. He and Sean are both equally uncomfortable. <laughs> this episode jumps around at a rapid pace. Like, it is boom, 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 pinballing around. Uh, Frank and Bianca are up on the roof, and I do appreciate that Frank takes his drinking very seriously. Because if you give that man, who will down anything you give him, a $10,000 bottle of whiskey, he's like, we're gonna swirl this around, we're gonna sip this, we're gonna enjoy this $10,000 bottle of whiskey. Post liver transplant too. Like you're crazy. The the way that this show just doesn't even acknowledge the way that having a brand new liver works. After after season six, it's like not even a question anymore. Like I was actually very surprised at one point when they pulled out the like, oh, he hasn't taken his liver meds in forever. Like he's sick now. They Because they did that sometime after season five. I was surprised that they still remember. <laughs> I was like- <laughs> I was like, well, the rules seem to be different <laughs> sometimes. Oh, yeah. He's got magic liver. Yeah, for real. Uh, so Bianca gets a call from her family and says that she says that she's been cautious all of her life, but she doesn't need to do that anymore because she's dying. And so she climbs up on the ledge of the building and starts doing some ballet moves. Just like. Like on the edge. It's like maybe like the size of a pipe and she's like balancing on it. Yeah. And it makes her wobble a little. And Frank, who had climbed up there with her, also falls. But they fall backwards onto the roof. And they land safely on it. Frank spilling the rest of his whiskey. And he, like, looks over the ledge longingly after. And he's like, that's about 600 bucks worth of booze. (laughs) And Bianca's like, hey, let's go get crack. I love her. What a girl. What a sleigh. Whenever I think of crack now, I just think of that scene from It's Always Sunny when it's like Mac and Dennis are eating the like uh the tamales out of the trash bag and he was like you Oh my god would would love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. What do you want more than anything in the entire world right now? More than anything. Yeah. Crack. Crack cocaine. He's like, Oh, I thought you would say like oh, pizza. I've never had crack. Dude, you would love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> I saw that on my timeline the other day. 
Mm-hmm. I've been getting so many like sunny callbacks. It's everyone's just talking about like uh, Glenn's way of like delivering a line. So I get so many good clips of that show recently. Uh, eat it Everybody's every favorite is newsflash, asshole. I've been hearing it the entire goddamn time. My, Lena, do you remember the era of everyone just like using that as a meme and putting like like the news yes flash asshole. we were there we that. were there <laughs> i created so many of we those. were there <laughs> um okay at the conference and i was <laughs> at the conference table in the military prison ian is sitting at the head of the table just like listening while his charges are being read out the charges of going awol theft and destruction of property and falsifying government documents because is AWOL like in a like a acronym for something absent without leave okay you just disappear gotcha like from like without telling anybody where you're going and also without being approved to leave uh fiona states that ian is clinically bipolar and that the army should not be court-martialing him they should be helping him and the army man is like oh we did not know that what when was he diagnosed was he diagnosed by a doctor how long has his behavior been off and the family is answering the questions trying to keep him out of prison but you can tell that all Ian hears when they're answering those questions is like how much of a fuck up he is, how much of a crazy person he is, how much of a burden being bipolar has made him. And it's like tunnel visioning in on him. It sucks. Like this this next line that you've written sucks because it's like if he looks at him, it breaks his heart. If he doesn't look at him, it breaks his heart. Like he can't look at Ian because then it, it makes Ian think he's pitying him. But if he doesn't look at him, it makes him think that he doesn't want yeah. him. It's like, yeah, it hurts. So it's like, ugh. It hurts Mickey to look Everything at him. Everything hurts. And it hurts Mickey. It hurts Ian when Mickey looks at him, and it hurts Mickey to look at him. But like, oh God, it's oh, it hurts. And Fiona, while she's answering these questions, tries to look to Ian and placate him, and being like, "I don't mean that you. I don't mean that you put us through hell. I mean this disease is putting us through hell." But he can't. He can't separate the two in his head because at the yeah. end of the day, it's him doing it regardless. Yeah. Well, cause she's like, she's, she's like, uh, we, we went through the same with our mom and it put us through hell. And then he's like, and then she's like, but not like you, like yeah. the disease, like, you know, we've been through it. Like, she's like I yeah. need to make this bad enough so that the army sees that they shouldn't throw you in jail. But like, I don't want you to feel like we don't want to take care of you. Right. Exactly. But it's also like, like, I know he's in his, his he's in his own world and, and just feeling really shit. But I also am just like, they always took care of Monica. Yeah. Yeah. They always talked about it like so delicate, delicately. Even if they even if they were resentful of it or like didn't want to do it, they still did and it. And the reason they yeah. resented her is because she was supposed to be taking care of them. They wouldn't resent Ian because right. Ian's not supposed to be taking care of them. Yeah. That's why they always get so hard on Fiona. Right. And it was also like, it was the other stuff too, because it's like, she wasn't, I mean, she was also a drug addict and an alcoholic and married an alcoholic. And it was just like. Uh, but we cut away from that to the alibi where Paco fills Kev and V in on the state of the flood. It's like up to their shins. It's going to cost them five grand just to make the repairs. He's like, do you guys need me here? And Kevin V are like, no, go home. And he leaves Kevin B, Kevin V in the bar to fix it. And talk about the whole Svetlana situation of it all. Uh, so V asks, did you fuck her? And he says, hell no. And she's like, did you let her blow you? And he gets all quiet. She's like, fuck you. And then V's like, her and her fucking wifely duties. And Kev is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where did you hear that? Like, hold on. <laughs> pause. 
pause. Like, like, oh my god. What did you just say? You let her go down on you. And then he's like, she starts getting all like, quiet and shy too. Um, guilty as charged. And he like wants to be mad about it, but he is also like so turned on by that. He's like, I hate he's you, like, but that's, that's like, hot. hot. Like, he tries to get, she even teases him about it. She's like, oh, you want to hear all the dirty, nasty girl on girl details? Well, fuck you. We're not together. Like, <laughs> Girl boss. Meanwhile, while they're having this fight, Tommy and uh, one of the other regulars walks in and Tommy, they're like, guys, we are obviously closed. And Tommy's like, you think a little water's going to turn us off? We'll drink around <laughs> it. And he's like, and I'll even bring my shop vac from the construction site to help you out. Right. He's like, if I get to drink for free, I'll help you yeah. clean it up. Like, <laughs> so then he leaves to go grab all his shit. Tommy, Tommy is low-key the best for that because he's he's a construction guy and he'll he'll work for free alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just would. That's why so. I always thought they should sell Tommy the bar at the end of the show. Like that's I was like, why didn't Oh my god, it should have gone to Tommy and Kermit. I'm fucking pissed yeah. about that. I'm like still remembering that because what the hell with Carl why like it's like why wasn't Carl like a community activist or something? Yeah. Why did he have to hook up with that like lame ass cop? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like whatever i like can't i i totally forgot about that until you mentioned it again i was like <laughs> we were all assuming I don't know. that t- that tommy and Cav- tommy and uh kermit were gonna get the bar kermit would get the bar but also it's like i don't know with what money and also like they're kind of older so they would probably just retire yeah. somewhat soon but it's like ugh, yeah what could have sad been? plus tommy owns tommy owns his construction he does. business yeah. already like he's he's he's, he's busy. Man. He's got a job. Yeah. Anyway, Kev makes the league worse because he doesn't know what he's doing. And uh, the Gallagher family is walking out of the prison to meet Sean at the car to talk to him about the time Ian could do. And they all get in the car because uh, Lips like, "Can you give me a ride to the train station?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" Well, he says, "Is there room in there for one more?" And Sean says, "There's always room in the caddy." Oh my god! Yeah, he's funny for that. <laughs> He loves that car. <laughs> they all get in the car. Gus calls Gus calls Fiona, so she, like, stands outside and takes the call. He said, the tour is off. One more gig, and Gus is coming home. And she's like, are you bummed that the tour is canceled? He says, no, if we're going to make it work, we have to be in the same city. Truth. But also dump him. <laughs> yeah, but also, girl, you're over it. Right, it's like, don't, well, not even that, it's like, you are putting him through hell. You you could not, you cannot commit she to him. I'm sorry. Him like, alone. Yeah. Well, I'm like Fiona. You are the problem. <laughs> like, uh, she agrees that they can work on their relationship while she's casting a longing glance to Sean, who's in the driver's seat of the Cadillac, getting stared down by a wildly uncomfortable Mickey with Liam in his lap in the backseat. Back to the alibi, Tommy brings the sub pump to help with the flood, and he's like, he's like, if I could drink for free for a month, and Kev's like, a week. You can drink for free for a week. That's a good deal, though. Yeah. I support that. All he did was bring in the all he did was bring in the shop yeah. back. Like, I don't know. I feel like a week's kind of pushing <laughs> it too. It should be like a couple days, three days. Uh, but Kev says this whole situation kind of sucks, but it's nice to be hanging out with V. And she confesses that she went on that date with not that Eddie Murphy. And he gets super pissed about it. And then she gets him to admit that he fucked multiple co-eds. Oh, but isn't he like, well, I just had sex with them and like you went on a date. Like, yeah, like, why does that make it better? And she storms out because she's like, fuck you. I even left the date. You fucked other people. Fuck you. And she storms out and Kev has to deal with the sub pump. 
Meanwhile, back with Lip, he's meeting Helene for their cocktail party, which she lets him know is in his neighborhood. It's a party being thrown by a real estate developer who thinks the neighborhood is up and coming. <sighs> Gentrification storyline. Gentrification! Let's go. Here we are. Let's freaking go. And, like, they have, like, such a nice exterior. Like, the, at like, um, like, all, like, the plants are so nice yeah. and all that stuff. She also yeah. brings... Is this, like, near the, um, near the... God, what are their names? The Lisa's? Oh, I don't know. It's the Lisa's place? I'm not sure, but because remember, you see Kevin V walk past it on their way Yeah, it's home. like not far from Lip's house. Yeah. So it's like in between the alibi and their house, basically. Yeah. So it must be like friends with the Lisa's. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Because the Lisa's, the Lisa's bought the land next to the Gallagher's. That's why they threw Sammy out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or like blank property or whatever. But Helene also brings Ke- uh, Lip a suit jacket and a shirt and a tie for the party. And Sean gets the family home. And God, Mickey could not be cuter lifting little Liam out of the back of the seat. Like, he just lifts him up and flops him. And Sean asks, do you need a lift again tomorrow? And Mickey's like, no, thanks. I'll have my own car. And then he and Debbie start to plan Sammy's death. <laughs> and Sean... <laughs> Sean offers to take Fiona to the diner to make her something to eat and let her vent about this bullshit trash fire of a situation. And she's like, Debbie, are you hungry? Uh, can you watch Liam? Will you not torture Sammy? And she never gets a no on that last one. Like Mickey and Debbie both just <laughs> like they just turn look. around. They're just they just turn around and go yeah. into the house and they're like, <laughs> wave goodbye. She's like, well, good enough. And gets in the car with Sean anyway. Back to oh, back to Bianca and Frank, who are trolling for crack by the train tracks. Uh, he starts to ask questions. He's like, what are your odds if you get treatment? Will you, like, is it 5%? Will you live? Who knows? And she's like, I am at peace with this decision of not getting treatment. What, she has stage three what again? Stage four uh, lung oh. cancer. Pancreatic. Oh, oh lung no. Cancer? It's pancreatic. It's pancreatic. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, the Rad. Very yeah. rad. Yeah. Although I've heard the statistic that, like, a big percentage of men die with, no, it's prostate, sorry. Big percentage of men die with prostate cancer instead of of prostate cancer. Um, although that is, yes. that and pancreatic are two of the like, you're probably going to die uh, kind of cancers. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, the side effects of chemo are almost as bad as dying. She's like, you just, you just feel like you're dying while they're telling you they're making you better. And she steps onto the train tracks and says, I used to be afraid of train tracks, but now she finds them exhilarating. Let's fuck right here. Right here, right now. He's so dirty. Isn't that like the first time that they yep. fucked yeah. too or like anything like that? Yeah, it's like he's been hitting on her the whole time, but it's the first time she was. He wasn't expecting it actually too. Yeah. Like, he was like, what? <laughs> like, I was just here for fun. <laughs> like, but what is he going to say? No, he's not going to say no. <laughs> right? Like, come on. Uh, Lip and Helene arrive at the party and Helene's husband is there. And Lip, to his credit, lays it out for him. He's like, thank you for the ride today. If me being here around pisses you off, please tell me. And the husband's like, no, I have no problem. Is that my tie? <laughs> <laughs> what a good. But he's not even he's not even mad about it. Like, he's like, <laughs> he's just like, make sure you like give that back to me after. OK, like uh, they go over to meet the host of the party who's raving about br- how brave he finds himself for buying a house in such a shitty area. And like, wow, isn't this place and this neighborhood so scary? And Helene's like, Lip grew up around the block. <laughs> Literally. And it's also like, well, yeah, people yeah. live here. So um, just like mind your business. <laughs> like you aren't the first people here. 
Literally, just mind your business. Like, And then when Lip's, when the guy's like, oh, what do you do? Lip's like, I'm an undergrad. And the guy's like, wow, good for you. And Lip's like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Uh, he tells the man that the coffee house and the yoga studio that you were raving about making the neighborhood better is making it so the people I grew up with can't afford to live in the area anymore. So the neighborhood's getting nicer, but it's not really the neighborhood anymore. So true. <laughs> good for him. Good for Jeremy him. Jeremy Allen White loves Chicago. True. <laughs> yeah, Bear season two, June 22nd. Fuck yes! Cut back to Frank and Bianca fucking on the tracks. She's riding him, even as the train is coming up behind them. It's honking like crazy, too. Yeah. And no matter how much he tried to get them to safety, she did not want to move. And so he finally, as she's coming, rolls them out of the way just in time. Ugh. And then he puts his foot down after the train passes. He's like, I should clarify something. And that's on me. Because for me, part of feeling alive is being alive. (laughs) I love a Frank yell. A classic Frank scream. Uh, She said, oh, oh, I thought since I'm dying and you're an aging alcoholic that we were on the same page here. She's true for that, though. (laughs) He's like... He's like, I am not ready to go yet. I have a brand new liver and I intend to get a good few years out of it. And she's like, okay, oh, fuck, sorry. We'll adjust and we'll stop doing death-defying things together. And she's like, for you, no trains. For me, what I do is my decision. Girly Pop, you're so weird and unsettling. (laughs) I love her strange and (laughs) off-puttingness. That literally every single woman in Yellow Jackets Baby girl, you're so strange and unsettling. Fantastic. <laughs> Literally, it's like, I need you. I need you so bad. <laughs> uh, so Frank sees that the train smashed the $10,000 bottle of whiskey and he starts weeping about it. And we cut back to the alibi. V and Kev have gotten most of the water out and then just have to dry the place out. But V is icing Kev out. He would rather fight about it. And he says, my fucking around was not a big deal because I never fucked any of them more than once. And I can't even remember how many there were. And he compares it to her, that her club orgasm from way back at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that was because I was lonely and you hadn't fucked me in a year. But you've got no problem fucking other women. And do you have any idea how shitty that makes me feel? And she's so true for that. Yeah. The pipe starts leaking again between them. We love a good old, like, fight in the rain, which is what's happening. It's so (laughs) rom-com. They're, like, standing right in front of the pool table, right? And they could simply move out of the way of the leak, and they don't. And he says, baby, I want to grow old with you, and I'm sorry I didn't fuck you before, but I really, really want to fuck you right now. (laughs) And he admits that when he was in the dorm... He went on the website where they posted the porn they made together and he jerked off to it three times. What a king. Smash cut to them fully ass out buck naked fucking on the pool table while the while the pipe rains down on them. <laughs> and in the background, Tommy walks in, sees it, grabs a bottle of booze, walks right back out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. T- deep breath. We're on from... It's some heartbreaking shit, guys. Because Monica's back and she's visiting Ian in prison. This is a f- we haven't seen Monica since season three. Um. Yeah, I mean her her presence is implied in season four, though. Yeah. Because Ian spends some time with her 
in between army and getting found by lip so i mean he has seen her but we we as the audience have not seen her her. yeah yes when did we see her in season three i think when well i the last time i remember seeing her is her driving away from the psych ward yeah that was season two that was after her suicide attempt oh my god was that season two yeah that was the end it was it was the last two episodes Oh my god. Because the the suicide attempt was, I think, like, episode 11, and then episode 12 was the aftermath where she escapes from the psych ward with her roommate. So it's been a hot minute since we've seen Monica, Uh, but apparently- She's definitely been around, but- Apparently, Ian is the one who called her and said he wasn't sure she would come. She says she hitchhiked there with a nice man and a dog. She can't get a dog because her boyfriend is allergic. And Ian says, I- Asked you to come because I need someone to talk to who gets it. It being being bipolar. And she's like, do the others know that I'm here? And he says, no, they don't know that you and I still talk. So they have continued to talk since he saw her between ARMY and now. Yeah, and Homeboy knows better than to tell them because they'd be like, why are you talking to her? Yeah. And she, God, Chloe always delivers fucking heartbreakers as Monica. And she says, there's always going to be people who try and fix us. And you can never make those people happy. Like, it breaks their heart just to look at you. Yeah. And he says, even, even Mickey now. And she's like, this is your boyfriend, right? And he's like, yeah, you remember that? And Which is kind of implies that they talk kind of often. Yeah. Like, she, like, at least relatively. And she says, I'm sure he means well, but you need to be with people who accept you for who you are. And you should never apologize for being you. And God damn it, Cam's face in this scene fucks me up. It is, it's shattering. It's when he like breaks and he finally like breaks down a little. It's like, oh, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, we go back to Fiona and Sean at the diner. He tells her he knows what she really wants and he's going to give it to her. Cut to him making eggs and hash browns. <laughs> they're cute and they're flirty and they're cracking eggs with one hand. And Gus, meanwhile, texts Fiona about like a local gig and she ignores the text. And Sean's like, you did really well today in a really hard situation. And she's like, I'm going to end up taking care of Ian because Mickey has no idea what the fuck he's doing. And he asks, like, he asks her about that. And she's like, I'm scared of the idea of taking care of him. But Sean's like, you're drawn to it, taking on other people's problems to avoid your own. And she's like, oh, like you did with me today. And he's like, hey. (laughs) He's like, yep. No, see, okay, to me, I'm like, no, he was being helpful. Like, like that doesn't feel like he was running away from anything. That feels to me like he was trying to just help her. But he acknowledges that he has the same tendency that she does. And he's like, hey, it works, though. Uh, and she's like, we're really good for each other. But he says, according to N.A., I'm not supposed to lean on anybody that I'm deeply attracted to. What do we do with that information? Like, <clears throat> I know, right? <laughs> uh, what do you do with any information? <laughs> Uh, We go to the party. Lip has stepped out for a smoke and there's a guy peeing in a bush. Uh, The guy seems cool. Lip's like, I think I insulted the host. But the guy's like, yeah, fuck this guy. And it turns out bush peeing guy is Norbert, the aerospace engineer that Helene wanted to introduce Lip to. And Norbert seems cool. I like Norbert. Yeah, no, he's a chill. He's so laid back. He's pitched in outside, so. (laughs) And then they agree. They're like, hey, let's get the fuck out of this party and go to dinner. Uh, Back. They're yeah. going on a date. Yeah. Is this when they bump into Kevin V as they're walking by? Uh, soon. 
Okay. Yes. I couldn't remember yeah. if it was this scene or the next Cause scene. Because they're, they're, aren't they, like, soaking wet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back at the house, speaking of soaking wet, Debbie is researching waterboarding when <laughs> Mickey comes upstairs to talk about Sammy. And she's like, we have to come up with a plan to put the roofies in her soda, tie her up, put a car battery wires on her nipples, and electrocute her. And we, like, see that all play out, like, in her mm-hmm. plan. And she's like, so when can you get the roofies? He's like, I already gave them to her. She's passed out cold he's like downstairs. Play- he's, like, playing with something on her <laughs> desk or something. He's literally just so, like, he just came up there to, like, mess around with her trinkets. And he's like, <laughs> he's like oh, I already gave them to her. He's like, yeah, she's passed I, out. I've done like, that. I already finished part That was fucking comedy to me. I was like, (laughs) this is good. They do. They are very funny together. Uh, Sammy is out cold on the living room floor, but her eyes are wide open. (laughs) They're wide fucking open. And like the way the scene is shot is so chaotic. It's like handheld. So it's like shaky and crazy. And it's kind of like from below and brilliant because Mickey realizes Sammy's dead. He's like, oh, fuck, she's dead. Looks like you got that car battery for nothing. Like, he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, she's dead. He's, like, laughing, too. He's <laughs> like, he was, like, sorry. <laughs> isn't, like, isn't there, like, he says it so fast. He's like, no, they can't. She's fucking dead. Yeah, she's or, like, like, we have to call there's... the paramedics. They can save her. He's like, no, they can't. She's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay, so I got to get a hacksaw. Like, he's he's disposing of the body in his head. He's got a plan brewing. And then Liam, who is standing there poking he's like, he's dead like Sammy, up her arm. <laughs> he's like, ain't it past his bedtime? And Debbie's like, oh my god, Liam! He's like, go put the kid to bed and we'll deal with this later. And then uh, she goes to take Liam to bed. He's like, night, buddy! <laughs> he's so chillaxed. I love this man. That that scene was so funny. Debbie and Mickey dealing with the dead body is comedy gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at the party, Lip is waiting by the car for Kevin V to... He's waiting by the car, and then Kevin and V come walking up together, laughing, arms around each other, soaking wet, and lips worlds collide when Helene and her husband and Norbert come out and meet a wet and grimy Kevin V. But like he's Lip like, is, are, he's like these are my friends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Lip is looking at Kevin V like happy and smiley and hanging out, like yay! Like he's got a big old smile on his face. He's a yeah, big because he last time he saw Kev, he was like get the fuck out. Yeah. He is captain of this ship. He loves them. Uh, Fiona, meanwhile, is enjoying her late night breakfast spread with Sean, talking about her low expectations of her own life. And they toast to self-sabotage. And she asks, is this a date? And he asks, it could be. And he says it could be. And they agree that they are enjoying each other's signals that they're putting out. And And she says it's complicated because of being married and the cheating. And because she's pretty capable of maintaining a slutty streak. And he says if something serious is, as she says, if something serious is going to start with them, it can't be tonight. And they giggle and they flirt and they smile and they're cute. I like it. I like it for her. Uh, And then we cut to Mickey and Debbie packing Sammy into her shipping container. (laughs) And Mickey's like, how long will it take for them to come pick it up? And she's like, I don't know why. He's like, because if it's day, she's going to smell because Frank and Bianca come walking up. And Frank's like, this scene is also so Smell, fuck. (laughs) Frank's like, what's in the crate? Mickey's, how the fuck should I know? You were locking it. I I was not. I never touched that lock. Get your eyes checked. For a professional criminal, he's terrible. (laughs) So bad. At everything. (laughs) And no, I love, I just love when Noel and Bill got to be like silly and stupid in a scene together. They like, it's, they're so funny. And then Bianca's like, I don't feel well. And they go inside 
And he goes, the fuck is a girl like that doing with Frank anyway? <laughs> so true. Then we start the sequence where we're cutting back and forth between Lip and his crew going out to dinner. Like Lip and Helene and the husband and Norbert going out to dinner. And Fiona and Sean dancing in Patsy's pies. And it like cuts back and forth. Oh, it's so cute. I... I feel like I like obviously they don't end well because she's not with him at the end of the series, but I am enjoying them and I'm excited to see how this explodes. Yeah, they yeah. their ending is um it's quite sad. It's complicated, yeah. 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 It's it's really well done. Yeah, but I it, agree. It's a tearjerker for sure. Yeah. All right. It's hard. Okay, good to know. Uh, we go back to the house. I will always be Team Sean. <laughs> I will say that. Team Jimmy. I love toxic <laughs> men. <laughs> I'm Team Team Nessa. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking from, Nessa. From, um, like, season, season eight or eight nine. Season eight nine, yeah. Team Angela. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was Angela Maybe. the partner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. also, I'm, like, another criminal. I don't know. Taking my head. That's all she knows. Yeah, but she yeah. has sexy criminal. Okay. Uh, criminal. <laughs> Back to the house, uh, Bianca's puking in the bathroom, and Frank is good at taking care of her. Apparently, they did end up finding some crack, and Frank doesn't want to smoke it. He doesn't want her to smoke it either. He's starting to fall in love with this woman, and now he doesn't want her to die. <sighs> it's sweet, but heartbreaking. Yeah. He, she takes a hit, and she loves it because it's crack, and that's how people get addicted to crack. And they kind of fall into each other. And this is Monica to him. This is Monica time trapped in a bottle. Mm -hmm. And like, it is just so weird to see a stand in for young Monica in Frank's life in an episode that actually has Monica in it. Yeah. She even, and she even kind of looks like her. Right? Yeah. Crazy. And she has like smudgy makeup as of now, like dirty blonde hair that's like not as like put together anymore since they left the hospital. Like, ay ay ay. Yeah. Uh, the next morning, Fiona is like she's laying down in the booth at Patsy's. I can't imagine that feels good to sleep on all night. Yeah. And Gus like kind of comes to and lays down, and they like look at each other underneath the table. <sighs> What a shot. What yeah. a shot that is. <laughs> and he asked if she got any sleep, but she's like, I don't know, an hour. Oh, I think you said, oh, never mind. Give me, ignore me. And she admits that Gus called and he, and asked how she was doing and she didn't tell him anything. She didn't tell him about Ian. She didn't tell him about Carl. She doesn't know why she did that. She said she had nothing to report. And he said, we like people to think we live really small lives. And then he points out that she didn't hesitate to tell him what was going on this morning. So true, Sean. So true. And then she falls asleep in the booth and he leaves her to go alone in the back room and do a little bit of heroin. Yep. yep he opens up that safe or like the bottom of like the cupboard drawer. He's yeah. shooting up. At the Gallagher house, Frank and Bianca are waking up naked. Him on the floor, her on the bed. Interesting dynamic. Both naked. But he's on the floor and she's on the bed. And her entire family standing in the doorway to her to the room. <laughs> all just standing there. Uh, the sister says she got a text from Bianca last night asking for help and telling her where she was. And Frank is the one that took Bianca's phone and sent that text. And Bianca is furious about it. I would be too. 
And she tells him, I'm not in love with you. And she sends her family downstairs to wait for her. And then she tells Frank, there's a back staircase, right? She's leaving down the back staircase. She's going to Costa Rica. Outside, the moving crate company is taking the crate away. Frank catches Bianca's cab as it leaves the back alley and tells her, dying is lonely, but it doesn't have to be. And he gets in the cab. Uh, He like grabbed his passport too. (laughs) Yeah. And she reads the name on the passport and it is not his name. She's like, who is this guy? He's like, I don't know, but I look like him. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. And he gets in the cab. The family comes to the prison and they find out that Ian has been released. And the family's like, oh my God, yay. So can we go in? And the sergeant's like, oh, he's gone. He was released into the care of a Monica Gallagher. Isn't that cop the fucking dad from um, uh, Wizards of Waverly Place? No, no. He's like a tall, like, younger guy. That, I think. He does make an appearance in the show, though. As I'm like, sure he does. I'll look it up. I'll extra. look it up. Keep going. Uh, I think he we... might be boot camp with Carl then. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Ian and Monica hitchhiking. A truck pulls over and lets them on. It's got a dog. Monica's excited. And Ian looks scooped out. He looks like somebody scooped out his insides. And he's just kind of there. He's so pale. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. His hair is like the most intense red it is right now, too. He's been, I mean, and he's been kept inside. Like, it's the winter under the fluorescent lights. Like, he does not look good. And uh, the after credit scene, we cut to credits. The after credit scene is like, you can see the shipping container truck driving down the street and you can hear Sammy yelling in the crate. <laughs> so Sammy is alive. And the I'm credit- kind of sad that they spoiled that though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it would have been fun if they, if they left it more of a mystery until, until, until obviously. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause then it would have been more shocking. I would have been like, oh my yeah. God. Like she's alive. <laughs> The credit song is Feel My Brain by Kurt Vile and the Violators. And uh, next time on Shameless, Fiona finds out Debbie is having sex. Because uh, she's having it in her room in the house when people are home. Yeah, it's not like there's 10 people that don't live there. <laughs> you can't have a boy in your bed. You do. <laughs> well, I'm a grown up. Ian's on the run with Monica and her boyfriend, who seems like a piece of shit. Her boyfriend uh, was the man that Naya Rivera was married to. Oh, before fuck. they split seas. Oh, that's the father of yeah, Naya's kid? he was kid? an actor. Yeah, he was yeah. an actor. Was an Ryan actor. something is an actor. Yeah, I don't know. Ryan something. Bianca and Frank are in Costa Rica, and she wants to get drunk and buy a gun. <laughs> Helene's husband starts to watch him and her and Lip fuck. He's like sitting in the corner. He's like, I just want to watch. <laughs> And Fiona might be in love with Sean, Sammy is alive, and suddenly everyone has a fucking gun. <laughs> um, Lena, did you find out my source or whatever, where, what episode he was from? No, you were correct. He, uh, Carl's Army Boot Camp. Ah, gotcha. You were correct. Yeah. Because he appeared, he appeared in like 2019 in an episode, mm. so that was one of the later seasons. Yeah, so I think when Carl is at one of the boot camps, he pays just like one of the people at like a computer or something. I just had a vivid memory of him in a military outfit, so I couldn't remember if it was, like, Ian military era or Carl military era. So what do you guys think of the episode? Great episode. Yeah. I mean, just setting up for the finale. But, um, yeah. It was another fast one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) That's what happens when you get Davy Holmes in the writer's room. (laughs) Like, we talked for 25 minutes about other TV shows. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, I um, don't know what else. What else should I say? <laughs> this ep- like, they're, they're really to the point with every storyline. Like, they don't really leave it that much open ended besides like the Ian one right now. Yeah. This episode yeah. was very much like we've got some stuff to do. Let's get it done in this episode so that we can have the finale. It was like boom, 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 boom. Like it just kept the pace up the whole time. I think it's a good one. I think I'm excited that it's one of the last in the single digit seasons that I have seen. And you it's have happening. Any of season six? Or I how saw much the first six? episode. <clears throat> just Mickey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I've seen the Mickey episodes of season seven. The Mickey episode of season nine. That's it. You are is not he, ready. What, season seven Mickey, which era is that? That's uh, Mexico. Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've also seen the deleted scene with Willem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is so funny. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have much to say about this episode either. It was good. It was a really yeah, good episode. Just a fun episode. Yeah. But a heartbreaking but good episode. The Monica and the Bianca of it all is some brilliant writing, actually. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm into I that. I never really put those parallels together watching the episode. I mean, and and Amanda, you know this because you've seen the first episode of season six, but um, when she dies, Frank is a fucking wreck. He destroyed and he becomes like it's, a new yeah. Frank. For, for quite a few episodes, yeah, that's a storyline that goes on. Because that's the meth storyline too. No, you're talking meth about was, Monica. She's meth talking was about Monica. Bianca. I'm talking about when when Bianca dies in the beginning of season six. Frank like he converts to like Buddhism at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's interesting to see a woman take him over so fully, and like it's so clearly because she reminds him of Monica. Oh, yeah. right. He loves yeah. the chaos part of her that he loved in Monica. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so good. Frank Allen. Any other so juicy? Any other thoughts? Not really. Anybody? I like every other TV show is devastating me right now. So it is nice to return to Shameless and right. It's like I know her. Like <laughs> that's my. Girl. This is she familiar. <laughs> it's nice to have a show to look forward to, like repeating episodes and doing stuff for, because everything else is like, well, everything's over. Yep. Yeah. Everything else just fucking ended. I will say, Evan, I I forgot to mention this earlier. I did just write like a today, just like a mini unfinished essay on Succession. Oh, send it. Um, yeah, I will. It's it's definitely not done, but what's the topic? Just kind of like the summarizing of like. Uh, it was a little what I was talking about with like constructing the narrative and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. I think I, I I wrote a little about like how it just took over the internet and like why oh, yeah. like what what is it about Succession that drew people to I it? I saw this post today. It was just like don't even bother starting to watch Succession anymore because you missed it live on air. Like you will never have the. That's thrill what I'm saying. It was. Like I literally said that because I was like I was like the whole because I'm like the whole point of Succession is like I was watching the show with the context of. Like, cause, cause I'm like, cause the whole point of succession is like construction of a narrative. I watched it, but I watched a very different succession than my older brother or my dad watched because yeah. they watched the show and they drew their own conclusions. I watched the show and I talked to pe- to people online, mm-hmm. gay people online, young gay people online. Mm-hmm. And like, we came up with a completely different idea of the show For sure. than other people have. Right. Which is the whole point. 
yeah, like talking about the show with my 32 year old, like kitchen manager at work, like we have two very different experiences of the show. Exactly. But I'm also like, that's like the way my brother watched Supernatural and the way I watch Supernatural. Mm-hmm. They're different yeah. shows, friend. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like that wouldn't have happened one if Succession wasn't so open to interpretation because everything in it is so ambiguous Two, talking code. Like they they garnered such a huge online fan base, but then it only got bigger because the the existing fan base was creating a narrative about what the show was that drew other viewers in. Oh yeah, the edits. So I was like, post exactly. I'm girl. like I'm like the Kendall Roy edits, the Tom Gregg, the the Ken Stu. I'm like, like I'm like way, this would not have happened. Otherwise, people talk about Kendall IRL are not the way people talk about Kendall on the internet exactly exactly and that's what i that's what i wrote a little about but it's not done hell yeah so but i'll still send anyways shameless <laughs> we love the show life is crazy but the next episode is gonna be worse it's gonna hurt me i'm gonna be so angry I, I, it might just be two hours of me screaming like <laughs> hey, we're, we're coming to a close on fucking season five guys yeah i can't believe it it's taken us a minute it. but we were getting there like oh my god year. my my work is finally gonna slow down i'm gonna have my weekends back and we will probably be able to to record more it'll be Ooh, so I'm nice get busier than ever so let's hope <laughs> <for the best. laughs> yeah i'm gonna be working this summer but i mean we'll figure it out we have yeah we're gonna we can we've been we we survived Lena going to England. I think we can survive some work schedules again. Even if it's just us. Even if nobody listens to this and it's just us talking. It's, it's nice fun. to do. It's it fun. It gets me out of my it's bed. It's fun. Well, and it's like, I love chatting with you guys. Yeah. I love to talk chatting. <laughs> All right. So uh, as as has become tradition at the end of our episodes, I have to pee. So I, have to I also have to pee. so bad right now, dude. So We're just too hydrated. <laughs> I drank like almost my whole coffee this entire episode. Follow us where you follow us. We love you very much. And we'll be back for the finale of season five. <laughs> We're on the internet. You'll find us somehow. <laughs> okay. Until next Bye, time, everybody. everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>